Hello and welcome back to Behind the Bites, uh, episode 51. Uh, we had taken a small break. Mike has moved to Norway. He's spending a lot of time at IKEA from what I've, been, <laughs> I've heard. Uh, to fill in Mike's shoes, we've got Nick today in the studio. Nick's obviously no stranger uh, to the world of podcasting and to all of our listeners. Hey Nick, how are you? I'm good. I feel like this is, I, I'm like the filler for Mike. So I have to, I don't know if that's a step up or a step down. All right, we'll know. We'll know by the end of this episode. <laughs> that was done. <laughs> how you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? Been a while you? since we've gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. What, been over a month, hasn't it? Yes, it has. It has yeah, 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 That's yeah. True. Because wow. uh, I think last one was early August. Yeah, I think so. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. I think so as well. Cool. So good to be back. Mm-hmm. Um, there's tons of um, phones, uh, specifically by Apple, that just got released. Yeah. I think uh, just uh, last week, was it? Or is this week? I can't remember. I just this week. a little out of it. Okay. Last, what? Last week. Last, last week. week. Last week. Last week. Exactly. And there are a shitload of phones coming out in early October yeah. as well. So uh, how do we want to take this? Where do you want to start with? Uh, let's start with Apple. It's going to be the largest chunk. Let's start with Apple. All Fair right. enough. You go for it. You were there. So three new phones, two new watches. By two new watches, what I mean is two sizes, basically. Um, so, and, okay, so let me start with the watch. Go for it. I think the watch was my favorite product from okay. the launch. Looks beautiful. I mean, looks really, really nice. Um, what they've done is, in typical Apple fashion, okay. release a product that makes the old one look so obscure <laughs> and so old as you wonder, like, what the hell was I doing with this? It's exactly that. I mean, you put it on your wrist and you're like, wow, this is beautiful. Um, it's uh, slightly bigger screen size-wise. So what they've done is they've given it the iPhone 10 treatment where the bezels have been shrunk to almost not there. Uh, edge to edge kind okay. of stuff, at least okay. for a smartwatch. Let's yeah. just say that. Yeah. Uh, and you've got a bigger screen in the same form factor. So instead of the 38 and 42 millimeter sizes that we previously had, right. it's now 42 and 44. No, 40 and 44. 40 and 44, 40. sorry. Yep. So that's what we have. Um, bigger screen gives you uh, more space to add more complications, right. uh, more home screen or more um, whatever. Information screen, and information stuff on, like that. Yep. Exactly. Uh, more pictures. Pictures look nicer as well. Really, really, really nice. Okay. Um, bands, all of your old bands fit on this one as well. So there's right. no need to you know buy any new accessories for it. So if Fair you're enough. an old band, works perfectly with it. Um, new processor, some new health-related stuff as mm-hmm. well. Uh, they've added an AFib, which measures your heart rate variations, which is fantastic. Can do, an e- can do an ECG. ECG, which is the first they're saying Unreal. on a consumer device, it which is, is, is also fantastic. Uh, those options are not available at launch. They're going to come with a software update. And they're not the going future. to be available in the UAE anytime soon. Uh, wh- what makes you say that? The, the, the disclaimer in our press release. Oh, is it? Okay. All right. I didn't get a chance to read that. There you go. You read the fine with, print about it. No, no, no. With, with Apple, my favorite thing, as soon as they send me a press release, is scroll right to the bottom because that's where they legally have to mention right. everything. Okay. So there's like so seven chunky features, points. What, what would make them not be able to put that feature so what i'm thinking is okay so i have a little knowledge of um uh, devices that have we basically had i've written a story once which was talking about devices that link to doctors directly right right? ideally first of all they have to link that to the telecommunications i'm talking for apple Mm -hmm. and they have to find hospitals and doctors to link it to okay right um because uh plus i'm guessing there's a security aspect of it as well because it's not I'm sure they will simplify it to the point that any of us could read it, understand it. Right. And anyone who needs not a constant, but a regular ECG on their wrist should know what that thing is saying. Sure. But it's 
I think that's what it's going to come down to, where people are going to start saying, oh, buy this package from us. You're a heart patient. Come to our hospital, buy a package, get an Apple Watch, and we can link all the information and, you know, take care of you. So, for example, when I wrote the particular story Uh I wrote, it was about Astra Pharmacy linking with a brand for sugar monitors, blood pressure, etc. So, when when we had done that story, that's what it was. The product was two years old, but it was when... Astra took it on and said, okay, we are now officially using this product as the baseline for home monitoring. Okay. So I think uh, I think there are certain bodies that are involved, which, that they need to sort of work which with. where the difference would be. Got I it. think I think that's what okay. it would come down to. All right. But again, having something like that on your wrist is just fantastic. Absolutely. Think, uh, great little thing. Nick, what are your thoughts on health on watches? I think with, you know, when you first started looking at, at smartwatches and all they would do is just literally show you your resting heart rate. That was about it. There was yep. no kind of, you know, there were obviously Kickstarters were trying to jump into the bandwagon and say like, oh, this will measure your your glucose levels and you don't have to, you don't have to worry about putting anything into an app. It'll monitor all your, your food intake and everything for you, which is absolute bullshit. <laughs> but I think as devices like these kind of get more and more advanced and you have that, literally you have a doctor on your wrist it's a good thing to, you know, if uh, to measure like in, in scenarios where your blood pressure is kind of going up and down mm-hmm. through stressful situations or anything that's kind of making your your health go up, you know, out of out of whack. It's good to have that first hand alert mm-hmm. and at a touch of a button you can say, look, do you want to send this information to your nearest doctor for you know professional analysis and you can get more technical data sent to a healthcare professional who can yep. then relay you back yep. whatever exactly. you know you go go lie down somewhere go to a doctor or check into your nearest clinic so i think stuff like this is definitely a, a step forward especially i think for uh, the old generation uh, definitely like a friend of mine is buying uh, an apple watch for his brother who is you know severely has a lot of health issues and mm. so his parents are always having to keep always you know his blood pressure monitor everything nearby so every hour on the hour he has to get his blood pressure measured you know occasionally get his uh, glucose levels checked once a week as well so all the stuff if you can condense it into a watch especially the blood pressure bit it takes the pressure off you know people who need that full attention so uh, stuff like this i think really is a step forward and if you know if apple can be the ones that kind of say look we're sort of first of market to perfect it then so be it sorry no no sorry go for it now i was just gonna say it's interesting how the apple watch has come along in the last four years when it initially launched it was like let's do everything right but this time around there were literally three things that they wanted to focus on and it was interesting how health and fitness were two separate things. Correct. Almost everyone else put them together. Yep. But they put health separately, fitness separately. And then I think the third was communication, if I remember correctly. Correct. Like very bold on the screen. You know, this is the messaging that they want to send out to. Yep. No more notifications, no more apps, none of that bullshit is uh, what they're focusing on. These are the three areas that they seriously want to focus on. They've also added fall detection to Correct. it which um, obviously if it detects that you've fallen and if there's no response whatsoever, it's going to send out an alert to yep. whoever you've, which again, I mean, so, fantastic stuff. So that, that, that's, that's exactly what I was coming to, which is that the, the one thing, so usually I talk about how I don't like that everyone just goes run off the mill and starts copying Apple left, right and center. This is one of those things where Apple is being a true leader and being like, okay, there's much more that can happen from your watch. And the trickle down effect of people copy, copying it and we still don't know how well everything works on the Apple Watch, but the trickle-down effect of everyone copying it means that more people are going to have access to such devices. And, you know, it could have implications in the medical line, in the construction lines, you know. Uh, 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 Tomorrow, your little, I'm sure, Xiaomi's going to figure out a way to fit it in their, you know, Mm 90-buck band. And and that trickle-down effect also is something good that comes out of the watch. So... No, absolutely. And Nick, on your point about old people, it was interesting while I was flying back from the Apple event to Dubai, 
uh, we had a bunch of old people that boarded the plane, and I think about a team of six people. Every single one had an Apple Watch on. Them. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is a great. I mean, it's funny you mentioned the fall fall detection thing because um, I was at a Lenovo event, and one of the things they were sh- they were showcasing was how their um, sort of their server architecture integrates with IP cameras that scan body movement and kind of map what the person is doing in a room, and if they detect that the person has rapidly gone like from a particular position to a horizontal position, right. it kind of interprets it as a fall and kind of puts a pulse out there to, to the user saying, okay, are you okay? Are you fine? If you don't get a response, it sends an SOS to cool. the preferred right. contact. So stuff like this is, it's a genuine problem. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's a genuine problem where with seniors where, you know, they're prone to some sort of accidents at home and there's nobody there to, you know, exactly. take care of them. Yes. There, you know, there are people who, who walk in the house with an SOS button around their neck you know, on a little like lanyard yeah. and if they need help, they press it and it gets paged to, you know, the nearest person. So I think stuff, I guess, if it's there on your wrist, mm-hmm. it's 100% a much more accessible way to take care of people who need that kind of attention. No, for sure. For sure. I think it's uh, definitely one area, like you mentioned, Danish, that Apple is certainly leading at. Leading at so, oh, yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. I mean, there's, see, there's no denying, I, uh, over the years of using various devices, I've never seen anyone use a smartwatch as much as someone uses an Apple Watch. Right. The amount of interactivity I have seen my friends have. It's not, it's just those simple gestures that are there or those simple added features. Something as simple as a message. Even when I've had something like the Samsung Gear, which is to me the most mm-hmm. advanced on the Android side, which I've used. Sure. The, the Gear still doesn't, uh, never enabled me or never made me feel like, okay, you know what? I want to interact with my entire transaction here on this watch. You know, whereas right. whereas with the Apple Watch, and again, I'm I'm a tech person. I'm talking about everyday Joes who have Apple Watches. I've seen them use it way more and interact and complete that conversation or whatever. The whole thing right is done there, on the watch. You know, right. um, so so yeah. I mean, nice. good for them, man. Right. I mean, obviously there is the factor of the price, yes. which has gone up. Um, yeah, ever so because slightly. now if you're if we're talking about all these features that you want, and obviously mm-hmm. talking about all the customizations, you're talking about spending. Yeah what you used to spend on an iPhone, on a watch, <laughs> and then we'll discuss the watch, yeah. pri- the Apple pricing <laughs> the later. Apple. But um, but That's yeah, definitely definitely a move ahead, for which sure. is something I very rarely say for Apple. So the only thing that uh, disappointed me regarding the watch was uh, there wasn't any improvement with the battery life. It's still just one day out yeah. of it. Um, other watches that we've used from Fitbit or Samsung, yeah. they're doing like three, four, five days of battery life. So unfortunately, this is still just one day battery life. Um, I wish Apple could you know do something to increase that. But that pretty much is my only why do you th- Why it. do you think that is the case for Apple that, you know, they're putting all this tech into their watches, but they haven't quite focused on battery yeah. life? Like, so what they've done this year is they've made the watch thinner. Okay. And guess what Fun. gets the axe? <laughs> guess what's getting, yeah. We don't need charging. Exactly. <laughs> it's, that's typical Apple. This is, this is just their arrogance. Um, it, batteries have been something they have constantly ignored for the longest time. Um, and... It's just their arrogance about the fact that they would rather have a better looking a device. better looking yeah. gorgeous device with a gorgeous display rather than be like okay you know what let's take this let's make the screen our, our brand new liquid whatever the hell they called it <laughs> it's liquid. an LCD at the end of yeah the exactly they could have they it. could have for example put a yeah. or made an LCD version of the watch and said okay if you want more battery life sure. here you go you know but they won't do these things because it's they're Apple, Apple and they exactly. work and they in can a giant, afford to do these things. They work like, in a giant round yeah. building paid by ridiculous <laughs> margins from a dongle. Yeah. Oh man, that building is stunning. Shut up. 
stunning, stunning. I, I mean, it is beautiful. I Seriously. told the boss like before you before you left, like please try not to get too excited. You are in a public space. <laughs> like brace yourself. Just take deep breaths. You know, take a moment and then move forward. Yeah, not just the building, not the main campus, but even the Steve Jobs Theater. Right. What's super exciting about it is like it's a large space and no there pillars. are zero pillars. Yeah. Like I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I hate pillars. So I no, it's fine. I I, I completely get that. that, but. I can't. I can't. Anyway, let's All move right, on. Let's one move day, on Danish, to one the... day. Not <laughs> yet. I will come to my. I, I have a point to make, but I'll make that point later. Um, right. The iPhone 10. Yes. So let's start with the 10s. We did 10s, 10s Max, and then R. Yes. There were three 10R. 10R. So we'll talk about 10R later. So let's start with the 10s. S and, and 10s Max. Okay. So we've got uh, higher resolution displays, uh, mm, improved camera sensors. No, it's the same resolution. No, it's higher. 10s. No, exactly the same. Really? Yes, identical oh, resolution. I, then my bad. So we've got great displays. <laughs> <laughs> we've got uh, improved camera sensors. Yeah. We've got a new gold color. Correct. Uh, specially made for the Arabs, I'm guessing. Uh, <laughs> I um, loved it, man. It was of amazing. Of course you did, it Abbas. Of course you it was did. A beautiful color. It's a beautiful color. <laughs> no surprise there. At all. We still don't know, right? Uh, we still don't know what the battery is, right? That's still a mystery. You mean capacity-wise? Capacity-wise. No, we don't. We, we don't, right? Until iFixit opens one, yeah, it's going to be... Fair it. enough. So, um, but they did say that it's improved over the iPhone 10. The 10s improves battery right. life over the 10. Right. And the, by 30 but, minutes. And the 10s Max improves it by 90 minutes. So if they've done this physically, it would be somewhere in the line of 100 to 200 milliamps, Probably, basically. Somewhere around there. So um, uh, what else do we have? Dual we, SIM capabilities. For the first time with an eSIM. Oh, uh, shut <laughs> up. We'll talk about this. We'll no, no, let's jump into it. Let's jump right okay. into All it. Right. So... Two models available, one exclusively for China, which has a tray which can physically take two SIM cards. No, it has two trays. No, a single tray. One SIM on one card, the second SIM on the back of that car, tray. Oh, but they showed two in the no. presentation. No, one tray, both sides take oh. a SIM, which is something that Android manufacturers should learn from because then you won't need a hybrid tray where you either choose a micro SD card Correct. or a SIM Correct. card. So literally have two SIMs stuck on each side of right. the tray and you're done with. So that's the Tilsim model for China. Okay. The rest of the world gets a single SIM tray with the eSIM or embedded Correct. SIM built-in on there. Correct. Now, we don't have eSIM capabilities here in the UAE at the moment. And they've announced it's not going to happen. Uh, no, it's uh, interesting. Who's, what do you mean they announced it's not going to happen? It'll in happen the, in the future. In the future, but it's not going to happen not at right release. Now. If not you're product launch. Yeah. But yeah. They, even Apple hasn't enabled the eSIM uh, on launch. They said it's going to come through a software update as well. Of so course. I think by, uh, what are we on? iOS 12 right now. Right. 12.1 will probably enable that. Um, it's exactly like the Pixel because the Pixel's yeah. got a built-in eSIM and a Correct. SIM card tray. So Apple's not the first one to do it. However, that being said, Pixel doesn't all simultaneous use of both. Apple does. So with Apple, you can have an eSIM plus a regular SIM working in conjunction in okay. dual SIM format. So it's exactly like a dual right. SIM device. Whereas the Pixel, you can only have one or the other. Oh, really? Yes. I Pixel doesn't allow that you to part. do both. That's okay. going to be wonderful on battery life if you've got an eSIM or if you've got dual SIMs. Because every time I use dual SIM on my phone, right. like it just battery completely obliterates right. the battery life. Because right. you don't need two SIMs Correct. on the same phone. Exactly. Right. So, so you know, if you're already sure. struggling with your battery life on your iPhone, I just wonder what's going to happen with this one when you run Well, a lot of them are excited about it, but a lot of them, especially on the Apple sphere and people who haven't used it in years, and obviously it's like the number one question I've got for people is that they just don't know what dual sim does to your phone to them it's just sim card 
double right. calls how can it make a difference so a lot of people are like oh my god isms not coming to the uae and i was like believe me you wouldn't even want it yeah okay so another little nugget again that they mentioned in the presentation was that uh, these dual sim cards are standby sim cards not active sim cards what does that mean they're both not going to be active Correct. all the time but if any time you get a call on either one of them it automatically switches yep. to that uh, what we've seen in Android recently, which especially kills the battery, is the active Div. SIM cards yep. at yep. the same time. Yep. So I'm assuming it's not going to take as big of a hit on battery life on mm -hmm. the iPhone. Uh, data is probably only going to be valid through one SIM card, yeah. not both. Again, yeah. something that's that, kind of the same with Android as well. You can choose so, which which one you want data. Yes, which one you, you want can. Voice. But I mean, recent Android phones such as the Note Nine the Huawei. and the Huawei, both of them have active and 4G on both the SIM cards, okay, nice. which yeah. can consume, yeah, which can literally kill the battery. Yeah, oh, yeah, like it can destroy yeah. it, but yeah. just the option of having it just is great. It's, it's good. Great. Yeah, it's yeah. Absolutely What's great. funny is I remember many moons ago, you know, I I was basically the only person in the office running Android. Right. And everybody else at some point was in an iPhone. It's like, oh, Nick, you need to be in the iPhone generation. And I, was, <laughs> and I said to them, I said to everyone, like, the day that Apple makes a dual SIM phone, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about it. So now they've made a dual SIM phone. So tell me something. Hmm. These Chinese iPhones. Mm -hmm. Are they going to be, is it just one of those things where it's launching over there and if it comes globally, like suppose we get it over here, will we be able to use You mean import it? Yes. Yes, suppose. it should work over here. It should work. Because the bands that are supported by the Chinese slash Hong Kong right. version, they work just fine over here. Fair so enough. on Dubizzle, you're going to see a lot of these yep. models going for like a really high premium. Yeah, of course. Because uh, obviously not everyone has uh, eSIM over here. Well, nobody has eSIM over here. So whoever wants a Dilsim iPhone will get it imported from Hong Kong and yeah. then sell it off for like twice the price. Fair enough, fair so, enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll see quite a few. Yeah, so, um, but what do you think of the size though? I mean, I haven't so seen it personally. So the Max is, uh, what's interesting about it is that uh, I looked at it and it's hmm. it's a massive device. There's right. no two ways about it. But right. when I picked it, it felt lighter than I thought it would be. Okay. Uh, it, is, it is quite a light device, feels decent in your hand, thinner than the... Note 9, which is what I'm currently using. Okay. So compared to the Note 9, it's thinner. thinner. Oh, wow. Thinner than the Note okay. 9. Uh, thinner than the Note 9, a little less. It's not as big as the Note 9 either. Okay. If you put them together next to each other, you can tell that the Note 9 is slightly taller, slightly wider. Right. Uh, the iPhone is slightly thinner from both sides with a bigger screen, although I'm not sure how that works because I'm guessing uh, the notch factor kind of kicks in because it has a 6.5-inch screen right. versus 6.4 on the Note. Correct. I physically felt the note had a bigger screen just looking at them side right. by side so i'm not sure how the math works on that um but uh i liked it i thought it was a nice device i mean no. i've been using the note for a while now so i'm used to the big device not seeing a notch uh, notch doesn't even come into place anymore no i mean if i pick up the p20 if i pick up the iphone 10 right notch has just disappeared for me i really? mean yeah uh, it doesn't bother me at all now Fair it did enough. bother me when i initially got the iphone but not anymore. Right. I picked up my P20 after a few days the other yep. day. I was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> I can't do it. No, I mean, you, you just get so used to it. I, I don't know. It just becomes part just, of it then. It's just, it's, no? it's irritated okay. me right throughout. Okay, no, I mean, I'm even, fine with it. I've made my piece Even the these phones that are coming out with the, what are they calling it? The teardrop yes. notch? Like, yeah, yes. I can't. I can't. Okay. I just All can't. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, apart from that, the cameras are new. Supposed to be better, yeah. slightly better. And now they do post-processing like Huawei or Samsung phones yeah, have yeah, done yeah, in a while. So it's nothing I was new. really pissed off when I saw a lot of US-based um, YouTubers 
stating that oh my god this amazing yeah. new feature and i was like exactly. what are you guys saying exactly. like i can understand if you didn't know huawei did it but if you like samsung has done yeah. this for two phones absolutely. or three phones yes, now absolutely what are you all on about yeah, like absolutely. unless there's a visible difference which i couldn't see in the video which right. didn't look like it right I mean that's ridiculous you know for people to think that uh, it's something that Apple has no, done especially I'm talking about big new. YouTubers here it's nothing new so um, it's nothing new at all so it's it's um but what do you think in terms of I mean I know I'm skipping the gun here but in terms of price uh-huh Do you think uh, 1099 justifies that phone for the Max? Mm-hmm. I mean, they had to price it higher than the 10, right? Which was 999. There was no way that they could have priced it the same or hmm. less than that. So it had to be higher and everybody was expecting it to be higher. Ridiculous. I think um look, the cheaper iPhone now is over 3000 dirhams. It yeah. does not have an HD display. Yeah, it's a 720 I cannot. Yes, I cannot. So I did not know this until last night. No, but you know I what? I literally ne- sat up from so my bed. Look, ne- <laughs> neither did the iPhone 8 or the 7 before it and you don't feel it because the quality of panels that Apple uses <sighs> are seriously good. I mean, yes, still. the resolution, resolution wise, I agree with you. It's still over 300 ppi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, you can't really tell a yeah, huge yeah, yeah. difference. It's still retina. It's still retina yep. at the end of the day. Um, if you've looked at an iPhone 8 or 7 or 7 plus or 8, 8 plus and you're fine with it, then you're going to be just fine with that. Fair This enough. is exactly the iPhone 8 in an iPhone 10 body. Think of it that right. way. It's okay. exactly Fair that. Fair enough. Fair enough, but again, sellers are nice. Yeah, same thing over there. I mean, just pricing is just yeah. It's three thousand dirhams for the cheap one. It's three thousand three hundred, right? Something like four hundred. Yeah, yeah. Something it's like it's ridiculous. That. I mean, yes. their their arrogance with pricing is just. But look, I mean, he said on stage that the iPhone ten was the best selling phone they had last year, so people are willing to pay for it. Yeah, clearly. If people are paying for it, and if we've kind of saturated the number of devices that you can sell in a year. How else do you increase profit? Just increasing the average selling price of the phone, and this is exactly what they've done. Their medium end and their high end phones are now more expensive. Yeah, because now they've just they've got the whole thing at a hundred hundred fifty dollars gap. They've Absolutely. got the whole range. Absolutely, it's so crazy. It's it's um, this is the new reality. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Android manufacturers on the premium side start doing exactly that. No, I mean, We've seen Samsung push the boundaries with the see, S9. But see, that's the thing, right? So a thousand dollar phone, which is what the Note Nine is. Mm-hmm. still offers a lot more for that $1000 price tag if today right. if today i were to say oh like you know like damn it i uh, this i have a laptop you know oh, sorry i'm paying as much as i'm paying for a laptop today at least at least you've got things like decks mm-hmm. right which which give you that okay you know what this is crossing into the sphere of of moving you know sure. ish ish i'm right. just saying i'm just talking about that little extra right, right? you've got an s pen uh-huh. which again is not the most usable like the thing that you think of first but when you do think of it it is the most useful sure. thing it's it's just those added functionalities at yeah. least give you a sort of justification for $1000 yeah well i i i'm i'm with you on that for sure i'm like an android will always be ahead of iphones as far as features are concerned and functionality is concerned but uh, you pay the apple tax it's as simple as that it's ridiculous <laughs> you know it's apparently no dongle that. in the box anymore no no headphone jack dongle well i mean they've yeah. killed the se and the iphone 6s which were the last two phones with the headphone jack right so there is no single phone that apple sells now that has a 3.5 mm jack on it so might as well just kill that right save uh, extra 50 cents for perfect <laughs> <laughs> dark day dark day oh, in the apple world <laughs> and uh still five watt chargers that's still yes, something that exactly. pisses me off and a year later exactly exactly and not usb type c either it's type a so 
you know, on, on the other oh, side. Oh, on the other end, right. On okay. the other end, exactly. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, see, that's the thing, right? It's these things that get, get, gets my gut. I, I, I have never denied that using an iPhone is just a glorious feeling, right? It's peaceful. There's none of Android's nonsense because Android has its share of nonsense. And it's just a peaceful phone to use. It do- what it says, it does. If it doesn't do it, it doesn't do it at all. It, doesn't ne- it never does anything averagely. Right. But then there's these things which drive me wild. I mean, <laughs> I was that day looking and I could be wrong about this, but apparently one of the highest margins they made last year was not on the iPhone and on the bloody dongle. Yes. That's yeah. That's nuts. Exactly. That's crazy. You don't get to become a trillion dollar company by, you know, <laughs> not I know, doing things like that. Like, cables and dongles, that's where it is, honestly. <laughs> the number of times I've had to replace like a MacBook cable or an iPhone cable or an iPod. Like I, I literally just stop buying cables. Like I don't care. I'm not going to use my iPad anymore. I don't need to charge it anymore. It's fine. Forget it. So now that they've switched to Dilsim, would you consider getting an iPhone? No. Why? Because I like my Android way too much. Well, I don't know. I'm just lying to myself as Danish rudely interrupts me with the crinkling cookie. Um, <laughs> well, okay. The last iPhone I used was an iPhone 6. Okay. Um, not too long ago. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I haven't kind of um, checked out the new interface for iOS. So, like, There is no new interface. Yeah. So, so basically trying to find my way around is familiar as, as right. well. So it's like nothing's changed. Yeah. So it would kind of be an interesting thing for me to you know embark on that you know mission and see what it's like the only thing i was scared about initially is like the whole transferring stuff but then yeah. you know you've i've got my photos backed up in google photos yeah, sure. i've got my dropbox my contacts are in, in google cloud the only problem is whatsapp yes WhatsApp won't change. this is yeah. my thing yeah so yeah. i'm like eh, you know okay we'll see how we you know burn that bridge when we come to it <laughs> but i think otherwise I, I wouldn't mind um what's funny now is even though I have dual SIM on my Samsung S8, I don't actually use it. Yeah. I, I'm still happy using my Tesla card because like for 35, it depends on how, how many days I'm there. If I'm there for like yeah. two or three days, yep. fine, I'll use my Tesla card. If I'm there for more than three days, if I'm there for a week, I'm like, I'm going to go get a local SIM card for data. Yeah. Because, I mean, I pay 35 dirhams a day when I'm uh, roaming to get unlimited data mm-hmm. on a Tesla. I'm like, that's same. not bad. Dual and I'm, exactly the and same generally same. when we're doing press things, whatever, we are within range of a Wi-Fi place. Yeah, we yeah, don't yeah, necessarily yeah. need to use yep. data. Yeah. So I'm happy that way. But if I'm if I'm you know going anywhere for longer for than longer a couple of days, time, then yeah, I will enough. get will get a second card. Um, but yeah, if it, if I'm doing a dual SIM, it'll have to be like the, the Chinese version with right. two physical cards. The or, easy thing. Well, I mean, when the Tesla does introduce eSIM capabilities, then yeah, that simply becomes that's your eSIM, do, exactly. and then you've got the yeah. second card. Yeah. So I would look at it. I mean, I'm not going to say no, but it's an it's still be an interesting chapter in my life. Right. Considering that the Salat already offers eSIM on the Apple Watch, mm-hmm. it's probably just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. 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 Well, on the iPhone 10 as well. Yeah. Right. And colors, iPhone 10R, beautiful. Very really? Good. I, mean, really again, I, I, I like the yellow. I've only seen them on a screen. Okay, I thought the yellow looked really I nice. I like the yellow too. That, yeah. That's the one I like the most. Yeah. Um, the product really nice. re- red looked okay. It's the second best yeah, color. It, yeah, it looked nice. It's the second best. Blue is nice too. I mean, very Nokia colors. If you remember right. the Lumia colors, it was very playful Lumia colors. You, think, it's, it's, you think the XR is just them taking the younger generation that they're losing? XR is just them realizing that not everyone can afford a 4,000 dirham phone. Yeah, who's going to spend $1,000 yeah. on a phone, exactly. literally? So if anybody who exactly. wants to be part of the Apple bandwagon, yes. but doesn't want to spend $1,000, get the XR. Yeah. I think XR is going to be the one that will come with the like killer plans in the US. Most likely. Like uh, the, the $0 plans. I'm pretty sure it's going to be the best-selling phone for this year. It's also, it's for, I think, for yeah. people who want an iPhone but don't necessarily need you know, the fastest mm-hmm. processor or the biggest, you know, best camera, whatever. For, for example, when I first got my mom an iPhone, I got her a 5C. 
Right. And yep. and that was all you exactly. needed to do was yeah. just do WhatsApp, take a couple of decent photos, and it had like six gigabytes of storage, or whatever in it. Little did I know, my mom would eat that up yeah. in a month <laughs> because she would take a photo of every goddamn thing. <laughs> so I then got her like I think an iPhone seven with like sixty four gigs of storage, or whatever. Right. She's fine with that. So I think that's what the XR would be. So people who want to use an iPhone who don't necessarily need the latest and greatest mm-hmm. things, but want an introduction to that simple one button only yep. uh, iOS experience. Exactly. And having said that, I mean, look, uh, the only thing missing on it uh, is basically the screen's not OLED and then you don't have the secondary camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now with Apple moving to post-processing, uh, you're getting the bokeh effect with a single is- lens now too. So you don't, unless you really need the depth of field, I mean, for any particular yeah. reason, single lens is fair enough. And we've seen Google Pixel do stunning yep. photos with just a single lens as well. Yeah. So yeah, it's literally comes down to the price. You know, If you want something that's more affordable although i'm not sure affordable is the right word for it yeah. you know it's still well, quite compared expensive. to a thousand dollars i would say it's yeah. a, well this is still yeah. up there yeah still quite expensive what still, is the price what is the three thousand three thousand three hundred three thousand two hundred three thousand three hundred something like that yeah it's expensive it's still a lot it's in no way a phone you can pick up without thinking absolutely but it's definitely one of those things where like Dad, I want an XS, and he's going to shut the fuck up. I'm going to yeah. get an XR. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it's going to be, you know? So You're going to love it till it becomes an S. <laughs> like, this is your final Pokemon. <laughs> You've evolved. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's what it's going to come down to, I think. Um, it's, uh, it's an interesting move on their part. I feel this is going to be a good year for them hmm. um, uh, because... They're finally attending to a lot of things. Like, I mean, if I think about the past five years in my life, when I think about the fact that I know a lot of people who are not hardcore Android, but went to Android because, oh, I want a six-inch screen or, oh, I want, you know, dual SIM or whatever. They've answered a lot of questions where a lot of those people would be like, hmm, I remember wanting an iPhone. Now it has a large screen. I think I'm going to pick one up. You know, exactly, and in the yeah. world where no one thinks a second before paying for two years for a phone, yeah. it's it, it could work no, out for them heavily, absolutely. heavily. So um, and plus, hello, we live in the Middle East, gold. <laughs> Everyone's gonna get that one. Isn't like, that an absolute fingerprint nightmare though to have the gold it is. one? Does it? Does it, it matter? It's they're all <laughs> fingerprint magnets. <laughs> it is. It is. They're it all is. fingerprint magnets. It's ridiculous. Ah, it is. But um, all right, so let's move on, uh, Nick. <laughs> Lenovo. Yes. yes. You were in the US attending something else. Tell us what was that I, was. was I? I was on vacation. <laughs> um, so yeah, so there were a couple of announcements that Lenovo did. This was basically their um, sort of enterprise level event where they were sort of unveiling their, their bigger framework of, of data centers and server architecture and things like that. Um, one of the things that um, was pretty cool for them was they announced a partnership with NetApp to make basically all flash-based and hybrid-based storage for servers and for um, specifically for the storage and cloud market in China. Because for them, they've seen China as uh, something that they really want to tap into, but there aren't sort of any local providers providing good enough solutions to, the, to that market. So they said, okay, we're going to team up with NetApp. We're going to make sure that we're able to provide solutions to you know uh, people in, in China. Uh, and that's kind of what they're, what they're doing. And I okay. think you've got people at Lenovo who's really good with storage. You've got people in NetApp who are really good with data management. The two combined together, fantastic force to be reckoned with. So that's something that we're really excited about. Right. Um, the other thing that I uh, was looking at, um, which was, what's funny is that they have announced a couple of products, but they all start with a Think 
okay. in the beginning. So I just got an email from one of the Lenovo, Lenovo guys thinking that I misspelled one of them. And I was like, oh my God, they all sound the same. But one of the things was they've announced a suite of um, sort of best practices and software called ThinkShield. Okay. Um, and so ThinkShield basically will give Lenovo um, customers sort of protection from the very start of you know things being manufactured to the very end. So for example, uh, during manufacturing, they have certain practices in place where you know if a customer receives a device the, and they turn it on, the device will tell them whether the packaging seal was broken, whether the device was turned on huh. previously to them being de- delivered. So if that you know gets flagged up, they can instantly return to Lenovo and say this was tampered with. Right. You know, even if it may look sealed, right. you know the system will okay. will recognize that it was turned That's on or, or okay. powered on, whatever like that. Um, they also have things in place where uh, you're able to track you know where a particular uh, a, a particular part came from in the manufacturing mm-hmm. process. So you can make sure that you've got all genuine hardware in there. Mm. At the end of product lifecycle, if you're recycling it with Lenovo, you can choose to have the disk securely erased and then destroyed, or you can retain your data. So there's all these things in place that, you know, they want to make sure that people who get these um, devices are happy with their kind of quality. Nice. And one of the things that they've, uh, they showcased, which funnily enough, there's an ad for this running on HP laptops in the elevator, <laughs> where in our building, where basically if you're in an airport or in, your, in, in a place where you're surrounded by people and you don't want anyone looking at your screen, you press F, I think it's F12 on your on your keyboard. And, privacy mode. and privacy right. mode is activated. So basically, people who are looking at screens on the side just see a blank screen. Oh, interesting. And if you're looking at straight on, you can actually see what's That's happening. That's kind of like, there. remember, they used to have those covers privacy for Privacy protectors. Your, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. But yeah. now it's sort of built in into it's the It's just software It's the same hardware. concept. Yeah. It's, it's actually a similar, it would be a similar concept to how um, cameras now have automated ND filters. Okay. It's the exact same thing where it's just basically a coating. Mm-hmm. It's now a digital coating. Yeah, right. that's what it is. Yeah. So it's primarily, I would assume it's that same concept because, yeah, but that's that's that is a really cool feature. Oh, really yeah, cool. especially for places where you know you're working something sensitive or you're looking at yeah. something rather shady, <laughs> and you don't want people to see what you're you know looking at. That's a fantastic one button thing, and away you go. Uh, the other cool thing I looked at was um, this may bore you out of your minds, but as somebody who looked into these solutions in a past life, I get all giddy with them. Um, they were showcasing a, a simple uh, video conferencing or conferencing solution. It looks like a UFO. It's called the ThinkSmart Hub 700. Okay. All right. Perfectly normal. It looks like if you took an Alexa speaker and flattened it down. Okay. All right. The fun thing about this is that when you enter a room, it has infrared sensors that detect that someone's entered a room and it powers up a display it's connected to and shows you what meetings are scheduled for that particular room. Oh. So you can just, you know, use the jog dial and say, I want to join <laughs> this Skype meeting. I want to join this WebEx session, whatever like that. And essentially it's Lenovo's way of saying, okay, look, we want to reduce the amount of time people spend trying to looking join conference calls, looking for like codes. That. You just tap, tap one button and it automatically nice. joins the meeting and people can can connect wirelessly to it to share their right. screen and things like that. So it's a it's a cool conferencing solution yeah. from Lenovo, which sure. is kind of weird because you wouldn't think Lenovo is like you know a company that wants to look in these kind of things, right. but um, it's something that they're very passionate about, and it's a device that's, that's very cool that way. Uh, but by far, yeah. the thing that walking away from that uh, from that show that sort of took me by surprise was one of their laptops, which they actually I think they unveiled at uh, IFA. Mm-hmm. It was the ThinkPad X1 Extreme. Correct. And okay. this is the reason I like I like that laptop so much is because I reviewed something similar from 
Asus recently where they had the uh, laptop with the screen built in. Correct. And spec by spec, if you look Wait, at it, it's got a screen built in the, the trackpad. Track the screen oh, pad. Oh, right, 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 yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. So it's got a screen built in trackpad. So the Lenovo one, just looking at the specs, is very similar to that. Okay. And what they're basically um, saying with the with the X1 is that this is the laptop meant for designers, for media producers, for people who are on the go and want that kind of workstation grade uh, performance, but in a really thin, I think it's like 1.3, 1.4 kilograms from, right. the, from starting uh, starting levels, that kind of performance in a thin form factor. And th- it's got like NVIDIA 1050 um, graphics cards on it. Because of that, they're also saying, oh, and you can also play games on it. Mm. And never in my wildest dreams would I think you would be playing video games on a ThinkPad. (laughs) But they're like, hey, you know, you can play games on it. So that was kind of cool to see that, okay, you've got a, you know, work laptop. Mm -hmm. But they're also playfully trying to introduce something with gaming as well. So that's going to be coming. That's already available in the US, but it's going to be coming to the region hopefully soon. And they have an i9 version in the works for release in December. But the the trackpad, which is the screen, does it do anything above and beyond? So that's, no, that's only in the Asus one. So that's not, I'm just saying, just comparing just spec wise yeah just spec Spec wise it's very much on power what asus has um and you can also have i think it's two up to two terabytes of storage in a raid array on the lenovo one as well so if you want to do yeah yeah it's it's m.2 as well which is like insane nice yeah so it's very very cool it's like i said it's a purely very yeah a very technical overview of what lenovo was doing in terms of like the enterprise segment but the laptop itself was like one that i really looked at and like was yeah i want to get my hands on that nice yeah but that is that is also where i mean laptops are moving now there is a very a middle ground forming where very few laptops it's interesting you say that because, I mean, we, you were just talking about how phones are moving into laptop spaces right. and our laptops are moving into workstations. Yeah, exactly, yes. because yeah. that's that's exactly what the yeah. world is coming to. And even if, even if the world actually doesn't need it, right, that's where companies want you to believe that you want to have the option mm-hmm. at all times, all day, every day, right? Because that is what is sold to yeah. you, you know? Yeah. Do you need a $1,100 phone? No, no. actually, yes. nobody needs a 1000 yeah. Not nobody, but like a lot of people don't. But it comes down to the fact that, oh, what if I was exactly. a designer? Yeah. Or what if I decide to pick up gaming in a year? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I have a laptop. I can be a designer now. It's yeah. like my lifelong Exactly. You know, Let me like start paying for Lightroom instantaneously <laughs> on my 30 dirham plan, but never use it. You know, so it's one of those things. Yeah. yeah. Also, I think it's one of those things where, where you know, whether it's Asus or Dell or HP, whatever, they make this laptop and say, okay, this is something you can play games on and you can edit your gaming footage <laughs> on your YouTube channel. So it's like you have the all-in-one <laughs> workstation kind of experience now yeah. somebody who's you know i've worked in workstations before and they're like towering hulks that sit yeah. under your desk and you don't go anywhere with them yeah. <laughs> and if you were to move office you curse your boss yep. but if you've got something that's that thin and that lightweight mm-hmm. like and that can really do a lot of your cad work a lot of your uh you know adobe powerful uh, software and stuff that's fantastic of that's course. a really good buy and you would go you would spend 1800 dollars because that's what it starts from you would spend 1800 on that laptop because yeah. you know you're gonna get a lot of work done no matter where you are absolutely um continuing with laptops danish how's your hunt for the perfect laptop man <laughs> let's just say i just stopped it for a while now i can't i can't i looked and i looked and i looked and i i can't make a decision so, so i've just you know surface it. book 2 is really i cool, know right? i'm very so aware of it maybe that could be your you know We'll see. I'm not. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna sit quietly and wait. What are? What is your criteria for the perfect laptop? So oh, we've discussed this before. Okay. So the footnotes edition. The footnotes edition basically is that initially I had started out saying, okay, I 
my laptop is slowly dying. I just need to replace it for now and then I'll spend a chunk of money later at some point where I decide to either um, build a PC or, you know, get the highest end laptop I can afford. Right. Um, basically future-proofing myself. But then obviously then suggestions flew through and I did the mistake of asking a lot of people. Yeah. And then I got stuck, like absolutely stuck on the Surface Book right. too. I, I couldn't see anything apart from it. And I was like, I was scheming. I was figuring things to sell to get that laptop. I was like, I need this laptop in my life. Um, then funny enough, a friend of mine actually picked up the uh, Lenovo 720 mm -hmm. last year's. Mm -hmm. And it was really nice. So I was like, okay, you know what? Let's come back to Earth. Let's spend less monies. And then the 730 released. And I was like, you know what? I give up on life. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just going to use Lightroom on my old PC, which takes six years to edit a photo, but it's fine. And I've just stopped for now. Okay. All right. That's what it is. Mm. So, so essentially, you're looking for something that you can do a lot of your... Lightroom and everything, yeah. photo editing oh, and things. so like it 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 has to be an it, that's the problem. I need a laptop that's a jack of all trades, not right. a not a master of. Would anything. you game on it? No. Okay. I could. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not pitching in any of the Apple. A Mac. I've already yeah. pitched it to him. Yeah. Oh, he's pitched it loads of times. Right. He's pitched it loads. I don't want it. I can't do it. Like <laughs> I can't type on a keyboard that doesn't go down. Oh. Okay. I don't, I don't understand how that works. Okay. It just doesn't make sense to me, and um, but I I can't live in that. That bubble, that, that Mac, I can't, Mac I can't, bubble. I can't. It was funny. Is I used to be like you, Danish, and then I got the MacBook Air, and I'm actually. We had this. I take full responsibility. We had this. We had this discussion yeah. at um, at the, when we went for the Acer event in Feb. I, I'm actually not. You know, I'm not too disgruntled with it. I, I and mind you, it's like what 2011 yeah, yeah, model yeah. or something. Yours is and ancient, yeah. It, it, and honestly, all that it needs now is a new battery because <laughs> I can just about get through an hour of footage, <laughs> an hour of work and it needs charging. But I mean, honestly, for me, that's what it needs to do. It does. I do um, Adobe InDesign in it. I do a bit of Lightroom. I do Photoshop and I do Premiere Pro. Yeah, and I'm although Premiere Pro takes like a good 40 minutes yeah. to render, yeah. render, I'm like, eh, it's fine. It does what I need to do. And then all my hardcore stuff I'll either do at the PC of the office or I have a little mini PC at home, right. and I'm happy to do gaming and everything on that. So I have like a lightweight laptop that I can take with me on press trips and things like that that does most of my simple emails and so things like that. So that was the thing. So I even considered the 2015 MacBook Pro for a while okay. before the shape changed. Right. I looked for that as well. That was part of the search. But that still didn't make the cut. Oh. And then I was like, finally, I was like, you know what? I have just... You know how they say you think long, you think wrong? Mm -hmm. I've, I've gone into that, so I'll just Nobody let it go that. for now. Yeah. Everyone says that. You'll okay. play poker to know okay. that. All right. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's where well, that has been. Hopefully ended. some divine light will shine your way in the future and you'll get, you'll get something. Oh, it'll 100%. Yeah. 100%. Okay, good. If anyone's listening, please hit up Danish. He needs a laptop. <laughs> Fair All enough. Right. What else do we want to talk um, about? I actually want to know if y'all know what tomorrow's Bose event is for. Next going, I'm not. Um, so it's Dream On. So I'm going to guess it's the earbuds, the, it's the some, sleep pods. It's some sort of, yeah. It's it's the one that they, they kind of hinted, but they haven't confirmed, but it's most likely. Yeah? yeah, because I I first went to the website. The, the Mind you, it's at a hotel. So it's gonna there's going to be like a bed set up or whatever. They're like, oh, lie back oh, and enjoy. No. I guarantee you it's going to be I that. don't want to sleep at 12. I, well, it's at 4. Oh, you have the early. Ah, I have oh, the I afternoon know, I didn't think this through. <laughs> In your face. Oh. I'm going to like, at 3 I'm like, oh, I got to get to city walk because it's all this traffic. <laughs> I'm going to be horizontal maybe for three hours. I'm like, Nick, we were done testing. Like, no, 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 no. Still going to test it. Yeah, yeah. Fair but enough, though. I'm pretty but sure that's what it'll be. So, do you know what they are? I have no idea what the device I, is. I could go on, but then I would spoil the surprise for you. I think I I think it's one of those things where it it either will 
help you sleep by emitting um, like white noise effects and small you know beeps and boops that'll help your brain relax. Right. Or it's something that maybe in ear measures your sleep patterns as you're sleeping, or it's just something comfortable you can wear while you sleep and listen to music. One of those three. But is it going to be connected to my phone? Yeah. Oh, that's so it's just Bluetooth it's headphones. It's just Bluetooth headphones, yeah. Fair enough. With yeah. <laughs> some sort of sleep function. Fair enough, fair yeah. enough, fair yeah. enough. Bluetooth yeah. headphones. Yeah. Bluetooth headphones that put you to sleep. Yes, pretty much. Okay, also since we discussed the most expensive phone that is, so apparently next month we're seeing the uh, Poco phone in the UAE officially. Anyone seen it? The Xiaomi phone. Mm-hmm, the Xiaomi yeah. Poco phone. I mean, phone. I looked at the Indian press release and right. stuff like that, but haven't held it. So it's... I saw it for like 15 minutes the other day. You've um, uh, played with yeah, it? Yeah, okay, just for like 15 minutes. Okay. A friend of mine got it and he drove past my office. It's a new OnePlus, basically. Sorry? It's a new OnePlus. Yeah, but on an insane level. I mean, so first, the first thing I thought was when I hold this thing, I'm going to feel a hollow, plasticky feeling. You know, that empty, right. fake feeling? Doesn't feel that. Feels, feels solid, nice. feels well-built. Okay. Feels, um, and really doesn't... I. Also, I guess, okay, I get, I get, I guess there's a little bias in my brain because I know that price. I know $300 is ringing yeah. in my head, yep. but it was a very, um, it was a very interesting device to see because it really genuinely makes you question like, how do you, how does someone reach a thousand? That's exactly right? what happened when the original OnePlus was released, right? right? I mean, everybody was talking about how expensive phones are getting. Here comes the OnePlus, the original one. They've raised prices over the years to yeah. levels which are matching whatever else. Of course, yeah, yeah. But that's exactly what it was, you know, like high-end specs, high-end everything in a very low price. Started, what, $399? Yeah, first OnePlus? Yeah, 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 first one. So, yeah. I, yeah, I think $399, so, yeah. yeah. Pogo's playing that exact same game. So what do you think? So it'll be a slow increase? I think so. Yeah. yeah. There's no way they can sustain. There's no way. I mean, you can... Because they're obviously killing their margins to make exactly. up that because... To, once in a brand way, is established, just like OnePlus. Yeah, because Xiaomi is a brand in any way that promises, I think, a what, 7% or 7.5% margin. Right. So that's already a done yeah. margin. Like exactly. they're scraping on uh, exactly. on living on quantity rather than quality. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 definitely a very interesting phone. Like if you if it releases here or if you get your hands on it on Dubizel or something like that, Check it out. Right. It is a very cool phone. Very felt very fluid. Did not feel like oh, this Snapdragon is the first time. Yeah, I mean, you know, it just. End. I just. It was really nice to see that quality offered. Like basically, no trickery. Right. I, I agree with you. It is going to go down the OnePlus yeah. path. Five years from today, yep. it is going to be exactly. five hundred odd dollars. Exactly. But um, but a very interesting phone to see. It was. Right. Um, it, I I think uh, it could open up. A few more brands saying that okay, you know what, this mid-range is mm. in trouble. You know, uh, even with if we think about it, even with Huawei putting in Kirin 970s all of last year yes. into all their mid-range yes. devices, absolutely, yeah, brings in yeah. that option that okay, you know what, three hundred dollars is not a bad budget. Yeah. Not just that, but um, Samsung's new phone that is supposed to launch on October 11th supposed to be an A series, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with four cameras. I mean, that's what the rumor mill says. So oh yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a mid-range product. It's not going to be a high-end product. Interesting. So they're putting four lenses on, on the back. On the back. Damn. Four lenses on the back on a mid-range product. Yeah, so I mean, it, I guess it shows that there is a, there a is concentration a market. market for yeah, it. There is. I mean, I guess, like I said, I mean, if everybody's going to a thousand-dollar phone. Yeah. You need something on the other side as well. Yeah. You definitely yeah. need something. With on a the great side. marketing campaign. <laughs> that raises your price points. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean Poco did a did a decent job. It yeah, obviously wasn't yes. Poco money being used. Definitely. definitely. But um, But then I guess they 
piggybacked off Xiaomi's current network. Oh, 100%. 100%. And Xiaomi's distribution network is insane. Absolutely. So um, So that and their contacts in the press, hey, look, we've got this new thing coming up, $300. But if it was a startup... Let's deliver it in a Camaro. (laughs) 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 Which I'm sure they'll 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 find a dime a dozen on every street over here. But um, but yeah, definitely an interesting move. Cool. And um, you've got a phone that you read a story about exploding today (laughs) that was was so much excitement um so a note 9 apparently uh, exploded in the u.s um the story is just it sounds so it's so dumb that only crafted that only people from that country could have thought about it i'm not going to be racist on this show but um but so basically the story goes she was in the elevator and suddenly she felt her bag which the phone was inside getting very warm and she opens the bag and the phone is um, the ca- causing a whole bunch of smoke and it's in the elevator but then the elevator door opens and there's a person standing there who wraps the phone in a cloth and dunks it in a bucket of water okay. which no one knows how why this person was standing there with a cloth and a bucket of water but uh, it could just be like a cleaner or someone just standing out there but I thought about that and it just sounds so Hollywood-esque the way it's been described yeah I'm just like what were you doing that suddenly your, your you know your phone decided to like Combust. And plus, Seriously. she's a real estate agent in oh, 2018, like, so I think she needs the money. Well, yeah. In Long Island. That's true. That's so, true. Yeah. So, <laughs> don't blame her. Don't blame her. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it's a one off thing. Samsung is taking, the, the, she's filed yeah. a lawsuit. Samsung yep. is taking it very seriously. They are investigating. But honestly, I, I don't think yeah. it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, even I don't. Yeah. I don't so, think it's any issue yeah. whatsoever. There was another story again. Uh, I guess someone just likes being in the limelight. Uh, what they posted was that um, iTunes or Apple started deleting movies that they had purchased okay secretly silently it's like you know purchase this movie suddenly it's not there you know and then this whole controversy started whether you actually own a movie uh, that you've bought a digital right right or not um Turns out the dumbass had moved from US to Canada and switched his account from US to Canada. So those movies weren't available on the Canadian iTunes store. Just wanted some publicity. Oh, that was God. Oh, man. People are awesome. You can't make this shit up. People are awesome. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, I don't think the Samsung thing is of any this whatsoever. There has to be some sort of damage over there. Probably like she banged it up and then she's like, no. I'm yeah. bursting this phone. It's yep, a note. Yep. I'm sure it can catch blames. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. But, uh, but yeah, that's yes. about that for today, I think. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've got a busy October coming up. So, yes. you know, let's catch up sooner than later. Yes, sir. Awesome. So that's it from us. Um, Danish, where can we follow you? DannyK55 on Twitter. And Nick? You can find me at the Regos on Instagram and on Twitter. And same thing goes for me, Ajaf Early on Twitter and Instagram. See you guys until next time. Have a good one. Cheers. Bye. See you guys. Bye-bye.